Good evening and welcome to The Blender. Yes, we are back. It's been a two-week hiatus or three, whatever it's been, but it seems like eternity, Michael. I missed my brother in Christ. How are you, sir? Fantastic. You know, Gino, I haven't seen you since last year. <laughs> no. Or dad jokes are later, Mike. Oh, it's that's right. It's too early. Right. We just started. <laughs> that comes at the end oh, of the show. Oh, man. I was saying I that last last Sunday. I was telling everybody, "I'll see you next year." And uh, we have a our Sunday school teacher. He's a real stoic type guy, real dry, you know. And I walk by him and I said, "I'll see you next year." And then I hear him. He's walking past me, and I hear him chuckle. And I'm like, "Yes, I got him." <laughs> it worked. Yes, it worked. It made my I day. Forgot a, I forgot about that joke. We used to say that all the time. And then I don't know. You get older, and you kind of forget some of those. Like yeah. things you used to say, uh, yeah, it's funny. I mean, I guess in grade school we said it probably a million times, and it was funny every single time. You're like, I yeah. hope it never gets old. See you Good next to year. see you, CPN mom. Thank you for joining us as always. D Patriot, I don't know if you're uh, lurking there. I know you put that up earlier, but yes, we will be starting at 10 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. Central from now on. Michael has some commitments to his church, which is very understandable. I also have many commitments that I've got coming up too, so I, it might actually work out better. Um, but yeah, we're probably going to try to keep it around an hour. Michael has to go to work in the morning, so well, I do too, but not as early as him. Uh, so we will try to keep it within an hour, little, maybe a little longer. But uh, this will be the new time for now, and uh, we'll, we'll stick to Sundays for now. I, I would love to go to another night. I just don't have any available right now. So I'm committed to pretty much every night except Fridays for streaming. And Friday I have church. So mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> very difficult schedule right now. But, man, just glad to have you back. I missed the blender. It's always fun Me doing too. these shows. Me too. I was looking forward uh, to tonight. Some of the current events. Michael. Yes, sir. We were talking about Joe Jordan before the show mm -hmm. a little bit. Our good mm -hmm. friend. Good alien buddy. What do you think about Miami, man? There was like eight to 10 foot giants walking around the other night. Did you hear about that? Oh, man. And then the people were going on and on about that. I was, I saw it on Twitter and I saw all the people talking about it. And I'm like, ah. they want it to be like, they want it. They want it to be real. They, they so badly want it to be like, look, there's aliens here. And so I don't know. I think, you know, Joe, Joe says that this is, this is the great deception. I think there's very, there's a lot of them though. I think there's a great deception, but it's like a, an onion layered, a layered onion, right? Because it, within that deception, you have uh, modern feminism. You have, you know, um, the LGBTQ agenda. You have all these things that people get wrapped in and then, and then it's hard to unwrap them from all these things that they're And so the alien thing is, is yet another, it, it's, it's yet another false savior type, you know, all of these things result in this false savior type complex, right? Well, if women are just, you know, if women can do everything a man can do, then, you know, everything's going to be okay. If, if, uh, if we just have enough rights, if we just have enough gay rights, everything will be okay. You know, if, if the aliens just come down and help us out, we'll be a fine. But I mean, if you were an alien, would you want to help us? <laughs> not really and you left one important uh demographic out if there was less white people we'd all be a much oh, yeah. better safe that one too to that one to. because we're so evil you know we're just we're just so evil and i don't know about you gino 
but I spent the majority of my last week trying to oppress minorities. <laughs> that was that was my whole agenda. I mean, come on. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't let it, you let the cat out of the bag, Michael. That was mm. mine too. I mean, we were both conspiring man. to to bring down the, the the man, which we we see as another color than us. So it's yeah, that's yeah. what white people do. Like when I go door to door and I tell people about Jesus, I'm like, well, make sure that the right color first, because I because <laughs> like give me a break. It's so ridiculous, but it's it's the name of the game, and you have it even with white people now, where the name of the game is blaming something outside of yourself for your own misfortune. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. I know that life did change quite a bit during the pandemic, right? It did because that because everybody reacted in that way and the sheep all went along with it. So it made life different. But I didn't lose my my home. I I still have food. I I'm still I still have friends. You know, th- those things really didn't change. And I think a lot of times people get so wrapped up in the external and they and they, and then they use that as an excuse for you know why my life is in shambles and it's like well and and there could be external factors to why your life is in shambles but it's not all external it can't be that not everybody's out to get you i work with some clients of mine who are like this right it it's it's always them well okay so you've lived in four different apartment complexes and every time they're all out to get you wow i mean that's amazing these people must have no they that's they're just like like you have it written on your forehead, victimize me, and everybody's always out to get you. And it's like I, the hardest thing in in my business and in, in my uh, in my profession, what I do in helping people, the hardest thing to get past is that mindset. Because once once they realize that, okay, I am responsible for at least a portion of this. That's the end that I need to get them to improve, to help them to make their life better. It's, it's when you start looking in the mirror and going, okay, what am I doing? And so many people these days, white people included now, and, and there a, lot, a lot of, and I would say white people that are on the right, I would say, politically. <clears throat> well, it's because of this, because of that. And it's like, okay, this is happening. Yes, we don't want that to happen. Right. I agree. But where I disagree is the level of impact that has on my life. You know, yes, it sucks when things cost more. That sucks. You know, it's nobody wants to pay ridiculous amounts of money for groceries and for gas and all this other stuff. But at the same time, it's not the end of the world. Like we have food. We have a grocery store still. There's still food available. That you know, you're 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 not starving. And I and I truly believe, you know, <clears throat> it may take that type of thing for people to actually wake up and realize, wow, it really wasn't that bad. You have people yeah. online that are fantasizing about living in the medieval times. Like, really? Really? <laughs> really? Like, B.O. is not a thing in America. I mean, it is. But, like, it's not. In a cab, maybe. An Uber yeah. driver, maybe, here or there. Right. But, like, it's, you know, like, mm-hmm. this fantasizing of how better a time was, it, it was always it was always this way. Wickedness was always prevailing. Always Wick- wickedness has always been a thing. Yep. And and people fail to point at the, 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 the primary factor and why there's so much misfortune is sin. That's the primary factor. Mm-hmm. And we all sin, so we're all complicit in some level of, of what's going on. But uh, some more than others, obviously. 
you know, we're not doing we're not doing a lot of the stuff that we know is going on, and uh, we want to stop that that stuff from happening. But we still have our own personal lives, and we still have we still make mistakes as human beings individually. And so, I think I think you know, personal responsibility should still be a thing. It's, it should be still something that we champion. That you know, we do have responsibility for our own lives. We're still relatively free. Um, we can still go to church and not, you know, we're not seeing our pastors get arrested and stuff. I think that day will come. I just don't know when that day will come. No, well said. Way to start with a with a rant. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I, I haven't ranted little, in a uh, while, man. Yeah, and you didn't have your little uh, podium in front of you though. That <laughs> been the, the icing on the cake. You know, no, I'm with you. I love paying three twenty five for a two by four right now. That's fun. Uh, when they used to be a dollar eighty, that's always yeah. fun. Um, and the victimhood thing is everywhere. It's the new black or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It's it's like I am it's like the perfect example, Michael is what just happened with Harvard, the Harvard president, right? Mm -hmm. Blatantly has plagiarized multiple, you know, speeches, documents, whatever. And she sends out her apology letter, if that's what you want to call it, blaming it on racism. Of course. And I'm like, like, and she's only been there six months, shortest tenure for any president ever in, the, in uh, Harvard's history. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and she's blaming it on racism. She attained the position, and I, you know, who knows how she attained it. I'm pretty sure it, you know, it was a bunch of woke crap, but whatever. She attained the position of president. Maybe she earned it on her, you know, merits. I don't know. But six months later, she's already been accused of plagiarism multiple times and then denies Oof. it. And now mm. is saying it's it's racism. It's racist. So I look, the victimhood stuff. It has to be at its end. This cannot continue. I don't, we've been doing this thing for, I don't know. I, it's, I'm going to say probably at least 10 years that I remember when mm -hmm. I first started seeing this like mentality of, oh, woe is me. And, you know, beating their chest and, oh, and why does this happen to me? Like the little pity party, like enough. Okay. Enough. Like own up to your mistakes, own up to, and have some responsibility and let's move on. Like, and, and mm -hmm. you know, what's like the other thing with that is, when people own up to their things and they, they humble themselves enough to get to that point, people actually like you. Yes. <laughs> they don't hate you. Like, like they, they're like, gosh, you know, yeah, I make mistakes too. Let's hug it out. Yeah. Like, right. it's not hard. No, it's not. And, and, and victimhood has become a form of bullying at this point because it's like my victim status gives me the ability to change your language or change. I watched that video. Have you seen that video of the lady – or whatever the dude, whatever it was, that was filming the flight, the the ticket counter person at the at the airport, and kept on going on about be, being misgendered, right? And I'm I'm watching this, and I'm going. I saw that. Yeah. I'm going. You using your victim status to bully somebody mm -hmm. into telling you that you're something you're not. I mean, that that's really what it is, and it's become like. The uptick in, you know, when you look at statistics of young people who identify as trans or gay or whatever, the uptick of that has purely to do with the fact that there's a special group you can jump into and now you're a hero and you're brave and no one can say anything to you because then you're a victim. You're already a victim, right? And so if somebody says something to you, you, you you're protected from that. Well, if you and I were in school back in the days when we were in school, well, for one, there was no protected class 
People got people got bullied. Oh yeah. There wasn't some group you could jump into that all of a sudden you weren't going to get bullied, you know. Um and and so it's natural I think for somebody to jump on board with something when they know, well, now you can't touch me. Now you can't say anything to me. And now I can say whatever I want to you. I can bully you. It, it's it's really an insane mindset and uh i hope we are reaching the end of it i i do see that there's some t- statistics out there about the young generation basically doing what every generation has done rebelling against yeah. the status quo which current status quo is victimhood and so i'm hoping that you know we'll get some some bright young folks that are coming in going hey you know we're done with all this we're done with all this crap we want to be traditional we want to we want to have you know three and a half kids and um you know get married have three and a half kids and mind our own business that'd be nice that's the what bitter. i when, when i talk about being america being great that's what i want I, 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 yeah. they want to paint that america being great as you want jim crow no i don't want that what i want is i want people to have responsibility for their own lives and whether the outcome is good or bad it's their responsibility it's not my problem that you decided to use drugs for 30 years because you thought that everybody hated you. You know, you burned all your bridges during the drug use. Sorry. That's not my fault. <laughs> right. right. The bitter <clears throat> irony with all this stuff is it always bites you in the rear end. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're, you know, portraying yourself out to be, whether it's a victim or whatever, eventually that's going to bite you because if you become a hypocrite. Anytime mm-hmm. you follow this false narrative, and I don't care what, what the movement is, you name it, um, it eventually bites you in the rear end. It always comes back. And then they start eating their own. Like, that's my mm-hmm. favorite part, when they start eating their own and backstabbing and ratting each other out, you know, snitching. <laughs> like that, that, Oh, yeah. I, you know it's coming. It always works. It's the same logical, circular reasoning every single time. It comes back every time the same way. So it's like you just patiently sit back and enjoy the show. And say, okay, well, oh, thank God, it's almost over finally. Because I don't like this show. <laughs> I've been watching it for ten years, and I'm annoyed with it. But it's, it's very I, annoying. I, I just don't. I don't understand why. I don't know, Mike. When I was growing up, if you made a mistake, it's embarrassing. Of course, it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Most mistakes are embarrassing, but you know, you say, "Oh man, I'm really sorry," or yeah, or yeah. you hug or something, and it was over, and everybody was just happy, and they forgot mm-hmm. about it. This stuff. They want you to revel in it, like forever. Yes. Like mm-hmm. get it, get in my corner with me. Be depressed with me. Be mm-hmm. confused with me about my, you know, gender, or whatever. Like, and then, like you said, it is a club. It's like, oh gosh, I can, I feel so welcome here, and I can, I can do whatever I want, and there's no repercussions for it. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? There are repercussions. Right. There's always repercussions for our behavior, always, and it might not come right away. It might not be tomorrow, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like now is the time. Like that, it's all going to cave in, the whole thing. And here's the thing, though. As Christians, like you said, we don't hate these people. I'm annoyed no. with them. They drive mm-hmm. me crazy. But at the end of the day, I want to see these people come to Christ. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to reach out to them, and I'm going to shake their hand and say, hey, it's in the past. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's let's move forward. And I think that's – I think we're there. I, I really have uh, – before the show, we were talking about how we're just feeling like something – has broken, you know, spiritually. There is something going on that God is waking people up. And I think hearts are ready, man. I mean, they're sick of it. Everybody's just sick of 
debauchery. I mean, that's really what we have. I mean, isn't it? I mean, things are so despicable and gross and like, it's like a stench in your nostril. Like you just want to vomit all the time. It's, you're so done with it. And I was talking with, we were, I was on a zoom call earlier and we're talking about how we're at this point where you think you've seen the lowest level of evil you've ever seen. And then nope, someone tops it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how, how does, and, and you're like, how does that happen? But the Bible does say that there is a limit to, to evil at some point. It will run its course. And eventually it comes to a point where that's when God says enough is enough. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's like, it seems like we're in this like downward spiral of that, but I really think God's going to intervene and, and get this last day's harvest, you know, a, a, re, a reprieve for a, for a amount of time, who knows how long that is, but I do believe that's coming. And I think as the church, we have to, we have to have open arms. We can't sit there and, you know, Go like this and make a face and say, nope, you guys should have came earlier. <laughs> like, it's not how it works. Not how it works. No, I mean, yeah. as far as, as far as, you know, the, the eye opener for me is the soul winning. You know, we go on Saturdays and, and yesterday uh, we had some good conversations. We, we talked to a young lady who, uh, she was so close, man, so close. But I remember being so close. I remember being in where she was, and I talked about it with her. And I said, you know, I, I – and then when I went back to church and I asked people to pray for her, you know, I, 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 I explained that. Like, you know, it it seems so hard before you get saved. And then you look back and go, that was – why did I wait? Like that was so easy that it, it, it's accepting a gift. It's not hard. It's just, well, I got to get my life right. Well, I got to do this. I got, it's getting, it getting over the fact that it's not what we do. It's not what we do. It's what Christ already has done for us. And once you get to that, you're like, whoa, okay. Well, that, 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 that was a lot easier than my mind and, and the devil tried to convince me that it would, that it would be. And, um, I see it, you know, we had what, uh, as a church, our groups yesterday, I think they said six total salvations, um, out soul winning. And then there was a couple more salvations in the morning service this morning. And so you're right. People are looking, people are searching and, and the internet is not a good litmus test for how people react when you actually talk to them face to face. I have never had anybody cuss me out. I've never had anybody um, completely hostile toward me. The most hostile people are the people that are very, very religious, but not saved. Those are the most hostile. But if if, if you in, in, uh, come in contact with somebody who doesn't know if they believe in God or they don't believe in God, usually they're very polite. I, say, I, don't, I don't believe that. Or the, the young lady yesterday, you know, she's like, I don't know if I believe in God or not. You know, and I'm like, well, can I show you some some things in the Bible? And she said, sure. You know, and so I showed her some things in the Bible. And and as I was talking to her, I kept asking, you know, well, what do you think? What do you think? And and from the conversation went from, I don't know whether I believe in God or not, to I know that I'm going to be with Jesus at some point. You know, like okay, so we're 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 making headway here. It's not it's not a lost cause. This is not somebody that is completely turned off to the gospel message. It's just somebody who has yet to make the decision to put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And there are more people out there like that than there are people that you see on the internet who want to argue 
about the the flying spaghetti monster in the sky or whatever derogatory term they want to use uh toward god and um and so you know when i go out and talk to people i see that there's hunger and there's a spiritual need and that people are searching and so it's it's encouraging because there are people getting saved every day there are still there have been people getting saved every day since Jesus was resurrected, you know, every single day there were people getting saved. And even before that, there were people getting saved every day. And so, yeah, I, I think we just need to tell people about Jesus. And, you know, that's our job. That's why we're here. What other purpose can we serve on this earth when we know our kingdom is not of this world? It's to know God and to make him known. And, you yes. know, Michael, the, the funny thing is you said that religious folks are kind of the hardest ones, right? Religious folk are like rabid dogs. <laughs> like they are some, and, and I got to tell you, even like, I would say brothers and sisters in Christ can be pretty, pretty bad too at times. Like um, I've had several experiences where it was just like, man, that's a brother in Christ. And, and they really are. I'm not saying they're not. I don't, I, I, I know their fruits, but they have some moments of weakness where you're like, man, like, bro, like. What happened? <laughs> I need to bring a couple witnesses with me and talk to you about this. Yeah. Like this is like the scripture tells us, it's pretty bad. T Webs has joined us in Joyful June. Good to see you guys. Joyful June, Welcome. great show tonight. She did a show on Elvis tonight. I got to see the last like half hour of it. it was uh huh. Uh, thank you, Michael. Uh, so is it okay? Look, I want to solve a problem tonight, Michael. Right, right here okay. and now, we are going to do this. Is it T Webs or is it Twebs? Now we've we've known T Webs or Twebs forever, but we've never had this conversation because I know Neo calls them Twebs. But is it what do you want to be called, Mister Webs? Is it T Webs? I, I thought we had did this. We have this? It was some, maybe we did. Maybe no. Maybe we did. I think it was Sergeant Sparky. Yes, I think that we had Sparky. this conversation yeah. with. But we may have had it with T Webs as well. But I I, I see T Webs. I see yeah, like I, a T I, I, and then a yeah, like it looks like an initial. And then the beginning of a last name. Yes. But I may be wrong. Two, I don't know. Because it's two capitals next to each other. You got the capital right. T and then the capital W. So I always thought it was T Webs, but but there's no space there. So I, you know, could be wrong too. But we are like the suspense is building as we wait for the answer here. So let's just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Iris Jav and Better Lately. Oh, thank you for Barb, the cookie. My, my good friend Barb. Good to see you, Barb. And Better Lately. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the cookie. Uh, man, it's been a long time since I activated the cookie. There we go. Activated. Nice. By the way, I got to go on Better Lately show a few weeks ago. That was so fun, man. Um, it was a little, I got to say this, and I meant to tell Ron this. I, I, was, I watched some of it back because I was like, oh, gosh, I probably said some really dumb things on there because <laughs> I tend to do that. But um, I'm watching, and I'm like, gosh, I look like disengaged at time, and like, like I wasn't synced up with what Ron was talking about. What happened was... On his show, you don't get to see each other when you're talking. So I'm oh, talking to a blank. Oh, you pop up. Blank... He pops up. He's That's right. A... So I'm talking to a blank screen, and I think there was a little bit of a delay too, and I look like a moron. Like I'm like, <laughs> it's like a second or two behind. So uh, sorry about that, man. But um, that's how you always yeah. are on shows, Gino. I... You didn't know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just finding out now. No, actually, no, it was I enjoyed... so fun. Had I had Ron time. on for a testimony, yeah. I think, testimony stream, and it was it, I very much enjoyed him as a guest. I can't wait to start streaming again, by the way. I, I'll have a studio again soon. Yeah. I'm so excited. I, oh, <laughs> I want a studio so bad. I've been in this like little bedroom here you know, forever now. I got my six-foot card table with three monitors on and stuff. But I'm, I need, like, I want to start having people in the studio. 
like I got people mm-hmm. from church and things that I want to, you know, and other people and people that my son's working with, I'd like to have on. Like, I think it'd be really cool, like to just have a studio, kind of like a, like a Tim Pool or you know Rogan or something, and have yeah. What's 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 Rogan's guy's name? His producer, or whatever. Uh, uh, Jamie. Jamie. Pull it up, yeah. Jamie. I want yeah. a Jamie. I want a Jamie. Yeah. I want to have a Jamie by my side. Can your can and, your wife be a be your Jamie? Nah, she wants nothing to do with it. No. Uh, my okay. son probably would though eventually. Yeah. But you know he's often married now, so he's got better things to do than. <laughs> Bill Donahue, good to see you, Bill. Good to see you, brother. Uh, Neo has joined us. Neo, what's up? Yeah, no one thought that. Gee. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Well, okay, thank you. I know I, Neo's always got my back. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I still T Webs. You haven't answered the question. I don't think has he or no. He did. He, all, he 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 did? gave us the he gave us the he gave us the politician answer. I am a one in the same. It's both. Been that way for three. No, he gave, he gave us the answer. It's both. Webs or T Webs. Neo also was a great guest I had on the show. She 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 was awesome testimony yeah. as well. Yeah. And we now love, look I, at that. We love, look the, the, the happy couple. The happy couple is here in the chat. It's awesome. Yeah, I yeah I know. Joyful June. Wouldn't that be cool? Just like a studio edition of shows. Like I don't know, like real interaction. Like. You know yes. what's really strange? The weirdest thing still to me, and I was just thinking about this yesterday. I have I have shows that I do, other people that I host with. I've never met them. I've never met Michael. I've yeah. never met Sylvia. I did meet Danielle. Um, I've met Neo mm-hmm. and Ron. Uh, but I haven't met Gino, right? I haven't met um, Mike from Hollywood. Like, I Megan, I've never met Megan. Like, it's weird. Like you do all these shows and I feel like we've, you know, like we're brothers, which we are, but I mean, like you feel like we're close, but it's like at the same time, dude, you're like 2000 miles away or something, right? whatever it is. Like, it's crazy. You got to come down, Gino. I do. I'm about man. to have, about to have the room. So I am, man. I'm, I'm going to get down there. I want to get down and see everybody. I want to see joyful June passed down there. Well, cause Sylvia and they kind of live in the same neck of the woods. You know, I'd like to get down and see both of them. Um, and we need to do like I think I'm gonna organize a Patriot meetup some at some point. I used to do a lot of um, organizing of events. I wouldn't say they were Christian events back in the day. <laughs> they were, um, but I was very good at organizing parties and big parties. So I might I might throw something together. I was thinking about that. I think that'd be fun. That would be and cool. Maybe it's centrally located somewhere. I don't know. Maybe like where everybody you know, can drive way. to. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Be fun. Well, we like road tripping. We like road tripping, and so we do. You know, it's yeah, fun to take fun. go places. Yeah, good times, good times. I've gotten to meet both. Yeah, I know Neil. You got to meet him. I've never, never got to meet him, man. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it is strange. Like I don't look. You know what's really weird? I've never seen Gino. I don't know his real name, and I don't know what he looks like. We t- we text, we talk on the phone, we Zoom. Like I've, I've never seen his face, and I've never uh, shook his hand. Don't know his real name, <laughs> like it's, but we trust each other a hundred percent. Like I, I trust the guy with my life. He's a great. Sounds great like one oh seven, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wano blabbit. Get his the hand of the cigar. The, the big watch. <laughs> <laughs> hand us some hopium today. Give us some hopium blabbing. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Fun. Good stuff. All right, Michael. Well, 
let's get into it. We've been blabbing, speaking of blabbing, we've been blabbing for uh, 28 minutes and 43 seconds, to be exact. Oh, man. So One hour like, is uh, going to go by fast. <laughs> I know. Just, <laughs> I have a feeling you might be hanging around a couple extra minutes <laughs> just to get through. Gino, uh, you and Jukes should vacate in Texas. Jules. Oh, oh Jules, I think you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Jukes, that's funny. I like that, though. Uh, and do the blender with, oh, that would be so cool. That would be amazing. Yeah. I would love to do that on site. Yes, good idea. Everybody's invited. Everybody's invited. Come yeah, do it. Come fun. do a show in the studio when I get it set up. Everybody. <laughs> we'll have like yeah, like a hundred people in there or something. <laughs> I don't know. It just would. I think that would be really cool. Like just interacting, like in real life, yes. not just on a screen. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm a I'm a hands guy. I'm always moving around and very you know physical. I guess like there's a there's a different energy when it's two people in a room or more or a few people in a room versus through here. Yeah. There, there's definitely a different, a, a different energy. Cause I, I mean, having even, even having my wife on with, with me in some of my streams, it, it's a different, it's just, mm-hmm. it's different. Um, it, I would say it's better. I would, I would say, honestly, it's probably better to be in person because like you said, body language and, you know, you're, you're, you're in the room. And so that conversation flows a little bit better because it's like two guys sitting there having a conversation yeah, Exactly. through here. Yes. We could be two guys having the conversation. Um, but yes, there's just a, I think a better energy when it comes to that. So move to yeah, Texas, you know, move to Texas. I, and then look we can... after the show we had this morning, I looked out and almost threw up and I'm like, it wasn't even like an inch, but it was like, I just can't stand it as I've made very clear on the show many times, but, um, I look out the window, I'm just like, oh, gosh, I hate snow. Like, I literally want to throw up. But it melted by, you know, midday or whatever. And my Detroit Lions ended the season with another win. They got screwed over in Dallas last week. They should be 13-4 and four right now. But I'll take the the 12-5 uh, and, and five right now. But I'm excited, Michael. I can't say I've ever been this excited about one of our football teams. Tomorrow I have my Michigan Wolverines in the national championship game. So we'll be national champions after tomorrow. Yes, I'm that confident we're going to win. <laughs> um, and so I, it's it's a good – like, I love football. That's my thing. You know, that's my jam. <clears throat> I love football. So uh, very exciting times around here, finally. We haven't had these exciting times in a long time. So I'm uh, very pleased with where all that's going. Anyway, anyway. Well, I just got a notification, Gino. Uh-oh. Prepare yourself. It said temperatures oh, no. are going to plummet. <laughs> in Texas or here? Uh, right here where i'm at okay all right uh the temperatures uh i guess by saturday no by friday that's the temperature is going to plummet on friday we're gonna have a low of 42 (laughs) oh man and a high of 69 those those windmills (laughs) you better watch those windmills mike (laughs) remember that yes was that was that last year or two years ago when was that that was maybe longer one i think it was 21 yeah. When the windmills froze, because we we dealt with that freeze. We were in Houston. We we're like, it's not going to freeze here. Oh, it froze. <laughs> we had no power. It was cold. Uh, a pipe burst, and I was under contract to sell that house. I mean, oh, it's just, man. oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, man, that was. I remember those windmills were just frozen solid. You see icicles hanging. <laughs> it's just like they're like proof of concept right here, guys. Oh man, uh, so stupid. Go uh, Lions! Joyful. Look. Joy, yeah, Webb's he's a he's a homeboy. He's from here. Uh, lives in lives in. I believe you're in California, right? T. Webb's. Um, Joyful June said, "I've been to Texas, not all of it, just Dallas, Fort Worth area. Also, Flower Mound. Never heard of that one. Yeah, Flower Mound. Hmm. It's in it's it's in the Dallas Fort Worth area. 
okay. around there. Yeah, we've uh, we've lived all over Texas. When I met my wife, we lived in East Texas. Then we moved to West Texas. Then we moved to North Texas. Then we moved to uh, Houston. Then East Texas. Deep East. Oh, so, okay. So if you go north and east, they call that East Texas. Like where Tyler is, Texarkana, all that. They call it East Texas. But then when you go down south towards Louisiana, you're in what's what they call Deep East Texas. That's where the woods are. Now we're in South Texas. Like I'm a couple hours from the border here, and uh, but we're on the water here. We're not. We're not by the uh, yeah. by the by the border. But don't don't lie to the audience, Michael. You're in vacay mode every day where you're at. Constant. I, I go on <laughs> the beach. Like... I just hang out. That's all I do. I'm retired. I'm just Doesn't kidding. Go to work. <laughs> Actually, one day because we work uh, we work mobily. Like we have laptops and everything, so we can work wherever. And uh, one day my coworker's like, hey, uh, what are you doing on Friday? I was like, well, I was going to work from home. He's like, come on down to my friend's place. He's out. He's he's in, I think he was in the Philippines or he was in him and his wife were in the Philippines or something. And I was like, OK, so he gave me directions. I went down there and it's like beachfront. It's beachfront. It's a house water. There's a dock out there and all this stuff. <laughs> and we just sat there with our laptops. And I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Good weather. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, cause I mean, if you think about it, well, man, I, everything gets old, you know, well, I don't care. Like whatever mm -hmm. you do, if you, if you get you love, used to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you love sunshine, you love 80 degrees after a while that gets old too. You're just like, ah, eh, man, I could really go for a 70 degree day instead of an 80. You know, we always <laughs> going to complain about something, right? Well, when it's, but, it was 122 in July, I think that's the highest it got 122 or 123. So yeah, when it was, and I had to help somebody move at 130. I was like, why couldn't you get the truck at 8 o'clock in the morning? Why is it at 1.30 in July? Oh, was, oh no. But, yeah, so I complained a little bit. But, yeah, you're, you're right. Like, don't you hate, like, and we all do this. Man, it's hot. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> like, it is the dumbest thing. Like, we man, all it's do cold. It. Whew, man, it's man, hot. it is hot. Yeah, no kidding. It's 95 <laughs> degrees, moron. Like, it's, of course it's hot. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so stupid. CPN mom, Gino, it's t-shirt weather here. Okay, don't you don't have to rub it in, okay? <laughs> See what it is here? It's it's hoodie weather. Hoodie weather. Hoodie actually, and actually, I'm I'm loving global warming. Like I'm not joking. Like this global warming, I hope it lasts forever. Because honestly, the winters here. Growing up in Michigan, it was always freezing cold starting in late October, early November, and all the way through April. And it was always snowing. There was snow all the time. It never melted. The last 15 years, we'll get a big storm. And within a couple of days, it's all melted. And the, and the weather is not very cold. It's maybe, you know, 30s or something, 40s. But people like in Michigan, and this is not an exaggeration. I was just at Kroger. And yesterday it was like 35. It was like a balmy 35 here. Like no wind. It was just kind of cloudy day, whatever. But I'm not joking. People are wearing shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> like that's how we do it here. <laughs> They're like, it's warm like, today. It's it's beautiful out. Like it's, and I'm not exaggerating. Like T webs can attest to that. I know he's seen it here and, and I do the same thing. Like I don't, I hardly ever wear a winter coat. Like very rarely do I have a coat on. Um, but well, the thing, you know, the thing about global warming is and I've read, you know, I've read that, you know, according to science, there was an ice age and then it's been warming ever since. Right. And my thing is, you know, they want you to believe that global warming is going to make uh, 
the world look like it did in Inter- Interstellar, where it's just dust bowl <laughs> everywhere, yeah, you know. Yeah. But in my in my mind, it, like I like the tropics. I've been to Hawaii. I love it. It's fantastic. If we had more tropics, that means more stuff grows. That means you have more time to grow things. Like I don't, I don't see how that's necessarily a negative thing. But these people will have you believe, hey, a we're like, causing it. We need to stop it, and. If we don't stop it, we're all going to be in a desert hell where you can't grow anything. And I'm like, I don't, like, I don't understand like, that. How can you neglect the rising sea levels? I mean, we're, it's dangerous out here. Mike. As they're still giving 30-year mortgages for beachfront property. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, man. Uh, didn't Obama, he built that freaking 8,000 square foot mansion or something right on the ocean as oh like, yeah you know, two weeks earlier it's like oh the the oceans and like oh my gosh these people <laughs> ridiculous there used to i want to dig up and i can't remember what document it was it was probably from like man 2012 or 2013 it was like third i think it was three thousand scientists got together and dispelled global warming like they just like it was like they just blew it out of the water with with actual scientific facts and uh, I, I, I can't remember the name of the group that did it, but it was amazing. And they were called quacks. You know, everybody's like, oh, these aren't real scientists, even though most of them were heads of, like, some of the biggest colleges in the world. And you know, oh, it reminds like, me. It reminds yeah. me of the, the voices pandemic. of dissent. Yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah. The voices. The, oh, they're listen to the experts, but not those ones. Not the one that actually was uh, an ER doctor and treated all these people this way and had nobody die. Not, well, don't listen to him. No because he's not going with the narrative it's so incredible yeah pretty annoying all right well let's get into some videos here so i got michael knowles queued up you know michael knowles from uh what's what's that network they where candace owens is on dw daily wire daily wire that's the one yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, that one um so he's talking about christian extremism like and i mean i it's a terrifying thing going on in our world like we talked earlier how the white people are just going out and killing black people uh, but also christians are involved in that i mean christians are doing some of the most heinous crimes really oh i gotta hear this hear this the atheists are are saying that the biggest threat to the country is christianity christian extremism this is according to a, a website called atheist revolution gearing up for 2024 they say Atheists and non-Christians should have among the highest voter turnout of all. Why? Because of how much we stand to lose when Christian extremists gain power. We should vote like our lives depend on it because they do. This isn't about upholding abstract principles or doing the right thing. It is about our survival. If we want to have a future, we need to expand our efforts to oppose Christian extremism, to which I say, if you don't like Christian extremism, just wait until you see unchristian extremism because it's going to be a lot worse, and you're going to be longing for the days of Christian extremism. The atheists... Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't do a very good job of editing on that one. Sorry. Yeah, communism is non-Christian extremism. Uh, Salty has uh, swung into the chat room. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> and uh, Victoria Lee... Good friend is here. Swung into the guys. chat. Thank you. Um, no, the, the Christian extremism. What a joke i mean are you kidding me like and and when we actually have an incident that a christian did something are they really a christian or are they the world's christian right because christians don't do that stuff they've never done it 
unless they're under the guise of Christianity. I mean, Hitler for a while said he was a Christian for crying out loud. Does anybody believe Hitler was reading his Bible daily? <laughs> was was plotting, you know, everything that happened in World War II. I mean, it's just ridiculous at some point. Oh, they, they point to the Dark Ages and they go, you look, look at what Christianity has done. And it's like, no, it's it's men with power who are corrupt, who use whatever ideology they need to to control people. Like it's it's that's all it is. Again, it goes back to that sin thing. It goes back to wickedness. And if you can get on some bandwagon and 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 use that to 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 uh get to the ends you want, you know, get the result you want, of course, that's what's gonna happen. What what what's crazy about it is the actual Christians were being burned at the stake. <laughs> the ones who wanted to translate the Bible, the ones who wanted to to, to give everybody access to God's word, which God promised anyways, and there was people prohibiting that from happening, those same people were prohibiting the, the, the normal everyday Joe from being able to read the Bible were the ones burning people at the stake for trying to translate it. And it's just crazy to me, like, oh, it's Christianity. No, it's not. The Bible explains what Christianity is, but they... Uh, they don't like that very much anyways. You know, the other thing, Christianity has such a stigma attached to it. Like, I mean, it was called people of the way in the Bible, right? That was, and then Christianity was, for, they were first called Christians at Antioch, the Bible says. But the whole thing is, there's been this narrative that, you know, Christians are always looking down their nose. And yeah, there are some that do, right? There's, there's always hypocrites in every, you know, religion, political, it doesn't matter, whatever realm you're in, there's going to be hypocrites. But in general, the people that are just living a daily and trying to do the right thing and, and, you know, give people hope and help people and donate money and be, they're very charitable. Those are the ones that are actually the hands and feet that are out doing the work. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's irritating because there's been this label slapped on and, and we honestly, I've done it too. I've slapped labels on groups of people. I'm guilty of it. Uh, you know, you can, you can slap, name your group, slap it on them. Like you, we were talking about feminists earlier, like, boom. They're all like this. Well, they're not all like that, but in general, we see a pattern. But in Christians, I don't know if you can really say that because if you really go to Christi Christian church, a real Christian church, a Bible-believing church, you don't see that. Yeah, I mean, it's not that is not a common thing. And and I had a friend that didn't even like using the word Christianity because he, you know, a lot of the people he worked with and stuff just had such a negative view of it. And so he would, you know, just kind of skirt the issue, but talk about it in a language they would understand. And it actually worked because they were like, oh, yeah, you guys aren't all the same. You know, like they, they kind of saw through the uh, rose-colored glasses it, <laughs> that he was trying to put on them. Uh, but it, I don't know. It gets aggravating. I'm kind of sick of that stuff. But I will say this, what I do agree with the atheist here, and I think we've talked about this many times, I... I don't want, well, I should, I got to be careful. I, I want someone that a Christian in a high ranking office. Yes, I would love that if it's real Christianity, like we're talking about. But what we tend to see is when a religious leader gets in, what happens? It becomes their brand of whatever said religion is. So they end up becoming this tyrant that, you know, was it King, um, during, uh, um, Oh my gosh, when the pilgrims came over, um, the Catholics, they were, uh, what king was it? I forgot. Help me out, chat. Whatever king it was when 
when they were um, sending, when everybody came to America, the pilgrims ran from it because the tyranny that was going on through the Catholic Church, right? So they were they were putting pressure on them because they said, this is what Catholic, Catholic doctrine preaches. Well, okay, that's not biblical doctrine. That was Catholic doctrine. Because that would never happen with biblical doctrine. And so whoever the person is in power uses that to their advantage, and then they can slap any you know, title they want on it and then just rule with an iron rod. That's scary. I don't want that. I think you're muted. I don't know how I got muted. I guess I hit it on accident. Mm -hmm. But um, no, I, I mean, and that's the thing. If you, if you really think about it, if you really think about, you know, what it means to have a theocracy, it, it, like you said, it it become it, it, it. Who who's to say that that person that's the the king or the the emperor or whatever of the theocracy is going to be any better than anybody else? Like I, I just mm -hmm. the founders envisioned a president that was more like our current Secretary of State, a diplomat, somebody who executed what the laws were, regardless of their personal feelings about it. You know, I thought mm -hmm. about this. I thought about this from the perspective of running for Congress as a representative and if i which i'm not going to but if i were to run for congress as a representative and somebody asked me what my platform was i would say i don't have a platform my platform is representing you because that's what you're electing me to do my job is to represent you not myself not my platform but the people who voted for me and the rest of the people in the district and so my platform would be the, the 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 desires of the people that I'm representing, all of them. And if some of them want this and some of them want that, and it doesn't line up with the constitution, that'd literally be the only thing that would be that that would be my litmus test. And then of course that turns you into a a, a right wing extremist because you actually want some kind of a document that um you know outlines the rules. So you're going, okay, that can't happen. I know you all want this, but it can't happen because it's not constitutional. That would literally be it. But we've gotten so far from that because we just want to vote. We want to vote for somebody who checks all the boxes. They get in there and don't do it anyways. So I think that our representatives exactly. should be drafted in just like jury duty. I think that you should be called <laughs> up for two years. I should be called up for two years. And then people that don't run for it should be up in there doing, doing the job. Because then after two years, you go back home and you live with it. You live with the crap that you did, whether it be good or bad. Well, I mean, you could do that with term limits, too. I mean, you know, yeah. reduce the term limits, and that would be a very similar thing, too, because these guys become career politicians, and that's where a lot of the issues lie. Uh, so Salty Nuts, uh, Hitler was a Catholic Christian. Well, I don't really, I'm not sure I understand what that means. Like, Catholics would say they are Christians, um, and I'm not saying they're not, there are plenty, I grew up Catholic. There were plenty of Catholics that believe the gospel and understand what the Bible says, but they do live by doctrines of men too. Um, so yeah. there's kind of this mixture thing going on there. Um, but I don't, you know, he says, and, uh, before you judge a man, read his own written biography. Yes, I have uh, Mein Kampf. I've read Mein Kampf a long time ago. Um, and I know what, I know what Hitler said about himself and, and, but, the occult, the occult was everywhere in Hitler's regime. The Nazis were all occult type stuff. Um, if you read a lot of the stuff about, and I'm sure Salty, you probably read all the 
uh, paperclip stuff, um, you see all the things they were practicing, which are not biblical. In fact, the Bible condemns all of them <laughs> readily. And so what you see is a man that was doing, using the label of Christian to fool a lot of naive people. Let's just be honest. People that did probably weren't reading their Bibles, to be honest. They probably didn't know what the word of God said. So they were falling for a lot of his garbage in the early years as he was rising uh, and his fame was growing and, and, you know, and he used the economy to his advantage and all that stuff. But I, I, he was definitely not a Christian. I can tell you that I, I'm a Christian. I've been a Christian 20 years. I wasn't a Christian before that. So I know the difference. And it's just a shame that that's been the label. Yeah. He, he was a Christian. So all Christians are like Hitler. That's, that's just not, not factual. Uh, yes. Trump was faced with hordes of infiltrators. Yeah, he was every, we have infiltrators everywhere. We, and that's weird. He brought that up. We were actually just talking about infiltrators in my meeting earlier today. They're everywhere. Like we've experienced them in the movement against child trafficking. Like they, they are literally, you better have your discernment antenna up when you're dealing with some of the people we're dealing with, because there's lots of people that smell like roses and then they come in and they smell like a, you know, fresh pile of crap. Uh, it, like it's really bad. It, they're everywhere. And we're trying to, we've been weeding them out. And it's a very small, tight-knit group because of the infiltrators. And that's everywhere. That's not just with what I'm talking about. I know in politics. Oh, man. And Trump was fooled. I, Trump was fooled by some of them, and Trump knew some of them. Maybe he was exposing some of them at the same time. I don't know. I was reading an article, uh, I think yesterday, the day before. I think it was Friday, about how these corporations, these giant corporations, pay people to shift narratives online. And, you know, so you have infiltrators from corporations, from um, so-called nonprofits that are getting paid to shift narratives or to attack people, you know, who, who don't toe the line. And it's, um, that's why I just, you know, at this point, when it comes to the internet, like responses I get on posts I make and things like that, I, I, I don't even worry about it because I don't know who the heck that person is. And it's always interesting when I see paragraphs, like I'll have a comment on something like today, I post the verse of the day, right? Post the verse of the day and then Seventh Day Adventist comes in there and is like going on and on about keeping the Sabbath and I'm going to burn in hell and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this to me is bot behavior. For one, it's bot behavior because I don't see why somebody would write like eight paragraphs in a comment with with biblical scripture without context. Like... Biblical scripture, not my opinion, and then you say all this stuff because, A, how do you how do you assume to know who I am, for one, you know? And B, nothing you said in there is actually biblical. It's just, it's just stuff you're talking points from your, I, I don't know if it was Seventh-day Adventist or Jehovah's Witness. It's one of them. Whoever does the Sabbath on the Saturday. I think it's Seventh-day Adventist to do seventh that. Seventh-day, yeah, so. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is incredible when I read it. But then, you know, a moment after I read it, I was like, I don't know this person. I don't even know if this is a person. I think per before long, the Internet's going to be full of just bots arguing with each other on social media. And we're going to sit back and just be like, wow, what's going on here? Yeah, it's it might already be there. I don't know. It, you know, um, it's funny you said that because I was just literally having this conversation a couple of days ago about how there are so many accounts that look gigantic, right? They got all these followers, all this stuff, and it's all just 
paid for. They they pay mm-hmm. for it. Like a lot of the celebrities, that's what they do. They pay for their accounts, and they get all these you know fake things. Everybody knows that. I mean, it's not something new. I'm telling you, but um, but it's interesting that they the media understands that we all look at numbers. We let's face it, we're about metrics and statistics, right? That's what we do. So when you see somebody with a large following, you're like, oh man. They must know what they're talking about or <laughs> whatever, right? And so we start, like, they understand that mindset. And it's even in the church. Like, think about it. Pastors are counting. They're like, oh, man, there was only, like, you know, 40 people here tonight. Like, that's where we've just been trained. Our mind has been trained to go there. And I'll, I'm not going to lie. I've looked at the views on some of the videos sometimes. I'm like, that's weird. I thought there was there would be more views for that subject or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, none of us are, I think... Uh, safe from that that mindset because it's just the culture we live in it's like it's almost goes back to your high school days like were you in the cool kids click or you know were you (laughs) with the nerds or whatever like it's this weird thing it's 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 this click i'm not clickbait but click c-l-i-q-u-e bait yes uh bill thank you so much yeah king james i I don't know why i couldn't think of king james duh but that's who i was trying to think of and salty uh yeah no problem man appreciate you chatting with me we may not agree on everything of course and that's this is what it's supposed to be about. Like, it's not about an argument all the time. It's about, yeah, we agree to disagree and who cares? We shake hands at the end of the day and we have, a, you know, we, we laugh about it or whatever. But, uh, and then uh, how to confuse the Seventh-day Adventist. Give him a calendar. Know your religion's history so you can enjoy that joke. Okay, so the Seventh-day Adventist, I can tell you this. I know because I had friends that were in it. <laughs> Boy, I you talk about hypocrisy, Mike. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, Man, I don't know if I should say this or not. We had a baseball team a long time ago, and this one particular person, great people, loved them to death. They wouldn't play on Saturday games, right? Because that was the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be darned when the championship came came around. <laughs> guess who was there on that Saturday to play the game? Like it's just I don't know. There was and there was a lot of little things like that where it's just kind I of like confusing. that. The, I like that the parking lot's full on Saturday, so that means they drove their car. To, that's right. to the service which you know isn't that a work isn't that work like yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man i don't the know sabbath. that's that's one of my favorite ones the sabbath like if you really follow the sabbath no one can do it you can't <laughs> good luck oh and oh that. and that was the other part of the comment the other part of the comment was that uh I was going to burn in hell because it's funny too. Maybe they looked at, no, I don't know if they looked at my profile. I don't even know if I posted anything on Christmas other than scripture. But um, they also said I was going to burn in hell for celebrating holidays. Like my my daughter's birthday. Like how dare I do that? Jehovah Witnesses Uh, are like that too with with the birthdays and blood transfusions, organ transplants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you we know, need, we should I don't, do a show I don't on necess- some of those on the different, the different, the uh, different spinoff, the Christianity spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. The because <laughs> all of these like came around like in the bad, 1800s. It like was a bad it's, series. It, yeah, the 1800s on, is when you Netflix. have the kickoff of the Seventh Day Adventists, the uh, the the Jehovah's Witnesses, the the Mormons. Uh, you had the Schofield Bible. That's when the pre-trib rapture became a thing. Um, the altar call became a thing in the 1800s. 
Uh, what else? What else? I think I'm missing something. They, I, I've realized like rapture. There was it include the rapture. Yeah, the pre-trip rapture. That was a 1800s. Um, in and that also the 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 rapture dispensationalism and then the current Jew the current Jews are God's chosen. That all came about in the 1800s as well. The, the all of these things are new doctrines. They're they're not historically what was what was taught and understood as far as what the bible says and so it's interesting that they've you know these all these things kind of came back came about in the 1800s and have continued through today and how um like i i like you said like i'm i can i can still be friendly and kind to somebody and talk to them and have a civil conversation with them but there's many of there's many people that are in those camps that their heads will spin if you're like, oh, I, I think that we're going to go through tribulation before we get raptured out of here. You know, mm -hmm. I think that the the before God's wrath poured out on the day of the Lord, we'll be raptured out. That's what I believe. I'm not going to break fellowship with somebody who believes mm -hmm. it's any moment. You know, and that's fine. That, if yeah. that's what you want to believe, that's fine. Um, and I got to tell you, the rapture thing. I'm I'm. I've been really looking into some of this stuff too, and I'm not even convinced the rapture is ever going to happen. It might just really? be his come, his return. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I never thought I would ever say that, but I got to tell you the things I've well, been that's reading what I and think. studying. I think that yeah. when we it's when we return. rise up, yeah. it's when he comes back. It's not this yeah. secret because otherwise yeah, it would have to be a secret. It would have yeah, to be exactly. like exactly. people would just blast off into the air to meet the Lord in the air. Well, if the Lord's in the air, we meet him in the air. That's the day of the Lord. The sun mm -hmm. will darken. The moon will t turn to blood. It, and a day of oh. the Lord is mentioned so many times yeah. in the Old Testament. Absolutely. And the la and last so Trump, the last Trump, right? I mean, all that mm -hmm. stuff. The judgments. It, I don't know. To me, it just, I never made, it, it never really made sense to me. Because, like, if you think about the times God even evacuated the Jews, like, you know, like the Red Sea moment. Like, why mm -hmm. were, he didn't rapture them out. They actually went through trials and tribulations. They were in bondage. Mm -hmm. And then he he made a, a way for them to escape those that would follow him or whatever. But it's, and he does it all through, you know, you see it in the Old Testament many times where, you know, he, a miracle, you know, God kind of intervenes in man's, you know, decision-making project and gives them away. The ark mm -hmm. for eight people, right? I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's not like he just sucks them out of the earth and they get to, you know, not go through stuff like I, I that's that mentality now it's gonna be now it's gonna be really bad because the holy spirit's no longer gonna be here even though there's gonna be people preaching the gospel and people getting it saved how no are they sense. getting saved you know and, but 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 at the same time i'll go back to it doesn't mean that if you're pre-trib that yeah. i'm gonna break fellowship with you because that's not to me that's not like a heresy a heresy no. is telling me that you can work your way to heaven that's a heresy to me. Yeah. And, and and so many people I talk Great. to, that's that's where they get argumentative is the ones that are super involved in their religion. And they'll I'll be like, do you know that you're going to heaven? Like if something happens to you, do you know you're going to heaven? Well, I, you know, I'm like 90% sure because I do this, because I do that, because I do that. Well, okay, well, let me tell you about a rich man who came and talked to Jesus. And he asked Jesus specifically, what good thing must I do to go to heaven? And Jesus is like, keep the commandments. Oh, I've done all of that. Well, that's a lie. That's a lie in itself. That's a lie. But okay, well, if you've done all that, then go ahead and sell all your possessions and, and follow me. You know, and he, he walks away grieved. But then you read in, um, I think it's Corinthians, 
No. It's in Acts, right? Sirs, what's, what, what must I do to be saved? Mm-hmm. The question is not what must I, what good thing should I do to go to heaven? It's what must I do to be saved? And they say, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy family. So it's like, or in thy household, right? And so it's like, it, it's clear there with that, the, the parable of the rich man or the story of the rich man coming is, it's clear to me that the rich man's question was why Jesus answered the way he did. It wasn't because he, he wasn't trying to, he was answering his question at face value. He asked, he asked him a question. He gave him an answer. He didn't say, how, how can I be born again? How can I be saved? If he would have, I believe he would have gotten a different answer. But so many people I talk to when I talk to them about that, and then they're, they get, they get almost combative about it because it's like the pride, the pride within us that we can get there. And then, and, and, you know, where it says that it, it in Ephesians, um, where it says that, uh, oh my gosh, it just left my mind. Come on, Michael. Quote scripture. Um, salvation is the gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we're in heaven, we're never going to see somebody going, I got here all on my own. Yep, I was <laughs> so good that I got here on my own. No, everybody's going to have the same answer. Why should we let you in? Because Jesus paid it all for me. Yeah. And so. This is not hard to understand. I know like a lot of Christians struggle with this because they're like, oh gosh, I was so bad. And I did this. Listen, if you could earn your way there, Jesus wouldn't have came. Okay. That, That was the whole reason he came. It was impossible for a man to earn his way. Once you are imperfect and you are imperfect, you never go back to perfect. That that's an impossibility. That can't happen. You cannot go from imperfect to perfect. That's just truth. You know, I hate to break it to you, but that's the truth. Um, Mike, back to the rapture real quick, because I don't want to lose this thought. Yeah. If there, if the, think about this from the devil's perspective. By the way, I saw Nefarious. Dude, that was a great movie. Oh my gosh, I meant to Really good, right? Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. I was really very impressed with it. Anyway, um, because I was thinking about it from the devil's perspective. If you, if you're trying to render the church, the bride, useless what better way than to tell him hey you're going to be evacuated out of here just sit around and wait he's coming back and and then they throw out dates like this date this date right and it never happens and people just oh okay maybe it's this next date and they just do nothing like that's a great tactic of the enemy to get you to do nothing render Mm -hmm. you useless as and that's basically what has happened with this doctrine of rapture and i to be honest, I think I've always never really believed that. <laughs> I was just kind of going along with the flow, but to be, I, I just thought there's it doesn't make sense. It doesn't line up scripturally. Everything I've ever read, studied, whatever, it's just it doesn't make sense. It's not God's mo. He's already given but, us the evac the evacuation plan, and that's Jesus. Like you don't get better than that. So I don't. I, I, I don't I, know. If it's well, and you know. I don't typically argue with people online about this, but when I do, when I have, I should say. My argument is I post scripture. I go, okay, here's what the Bible says. Tell me how this makes, how, how does this align with us just being ejected out of here randomly at some point? And, and they always respond almost always with some kind of video from their favorite teacher who's got charts. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't care about charts. I care about what the, what, what the Bible says. And, and when it, when, when it, literally lines it out and you can read it verse by verse 
how can you go then and go, well, see here and there, and then you cherry pick, you know, 18 different verses and go, see, right here, right here, right here, right here, right here. And I'm like, okay, so that's not all in the same book or chapter. It's not even close to one another. But if you read each one of those verses in the entire context, some of them are talking about something completely different. Some of them are, are talking about uh, the end times, but I'm, I, I'm the, the, the being ejected out of here secretly versus us meeting the Lord in the air. Like the Bible says we're going to meet the Lord in the air. Well, if he's going to be in the air, people are going to see him. I mean, what, what, is it only us that's going to see him? I don't, I don't understand that. And Joyful June brought up a good one that he can protect us. Yes, in Revelation, he talks about the men who are marked, that have God's mark on their head that are preaching the gospel. They're not going to be touched by these scorpion uh, locusts with Whatever, the stingers yeah, of a scorpion yeah. from hell that are going to be stinging men to the point where they want to die and they can't. And, and they're not going to be stung. And so it, it, that shows me, yeah, we're protected. I think, I think that, um, I think it even says that we would be we would be um, rewarded for being martyred. So, yeah. like to me, that's even an incentive to preach the gospel. Even think when things get terrible, you know, when things are so bad, and that's why I said earlier that we're in training. You know, we're in training because if things do, if the if the 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 true end, I mean, we're in the end now. But if the end times came, you know, revelation started right now. We're training for that because if you're not doing it now, if you're not able to talk about it and not be ashamed of the gospel now, what's going to happen when everything's going to crap, when people are being executed for being Christians? You know, what, what's going to happen yeah. then? Are you just going to, like you said, just kind of go in your little box and I got my food. I got my solar I'm panels. Good. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to be quiet. You know, solar what I want to continue living in this hell hole anyways. I mean, take me to heaven. So... I don't know. Eschatology is another one of those things that has caused so much damage because let's face it, like prophecy, like, take um, the prophecies about the Messiah. <clears throat> I'm sure there were people in that day saying, oh, it means this. It means that. Right. And maybe they even mm -hmm. had charts, Michael. They, may, <laughs> they, they probably did. They had a PowerPoint they, or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, it's you know, in rocks. And, Look, we all know the modern day teachers. Some of them have passed on, whatever. And I'm sure they meant well. I'm not saying they're not, they weren't brothers and sisters in Christ, whatever. Okay? Right, right. Some of them maybe weren't. Maybe some of them were just trying to sell movies and books. I don't know. I don't know their hearts. But I I'm, I'm, can say this. They've caused more confusion than they've done good. And it, whether it's intentional or not intentional, we need to be very careful with eschatology, end time events, prophecy, all that stuff. Because prophecy can be multifold. Like it, it could be seven different events it's and not everything is chronological like mm -hmm. we know that in revelation revelation is not a chronological book and it's intended not to be because some of it's mysterious and god is hides things from men until the time and from the from the enemy so i don't know we just have to be very careful with this whole eschatology and this is the way it's going down and i know and like how many people have been wrong? I mean, almost all of them. <laughs> like, let's face it, like dates come and go, events come and go. What the 10 nation confederation is coming together now. I remember when in the like, like 89 or whatever, when the European Union was first forming, they're like, this oh, that's is it. it. That's it. This is closing no, no, Obama, time. Obama is <laughs> like, the Antichrist. Obama is you know, the Antichrist. Like... 
Yeah. Ronald Reagan. Remember Ronald Reagan? Because his names all had six letters. Like, he's the Antichrist. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Like, and I wasn't even a Christian back then. I'm like, but this is stupid. Like, like this is, I don't know. Well, if you, I, I, if you read a, if you read about the, again, you read about the Antichrist. The, the Antichrist is going to be somebody that everybody's going to be enamored with. Everybody. Like, plenty of people hated each one of those. Plenty of people hated Trump. Plenty yeah. of people loved Trump. Plenty of people hated Obama. Plenty of people loved Obama. I think more people hate Biden than love him. Um, but it's it, he's going to have lying signs and wonders. He's going to be a smooth talker. I, I think that he's going to be somebody that everybody, even us, like he could be somebody that could come along and the Christian nationalists could be like, oh, yeah, this this guy's going to put an end to all this crap that we're tired of seeing. And they'll be on board with him. But if you're a Christian, you'll eventually jump off. You'll be like, oh, no, wait a second. No, uh-uh. I see what's going on here. I think we um, already have the mold for it. What did the, what did Satan do in the garden? He used God's own words. Like, that's mm -hmm. that has to be part of the deception. He's going to use words that have some truth in them. That have, all it's, lies it's Joel Osteen. Of that's, that's Joel Osteen. <laughs> He's the uh, Antichrist. Him and that 700. That's what that 700,000 was in that bathroom. Remember, they found it in the wall behind the toilet. <laughs> He's saving it up for his reign. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Live your best life uh, now, Gino. That's right. <laughs> uh, we're already right, an hour and 15 minutes. I know, Dang. man. I know. I know. I'm sorry, bro. It's all let's, good. Let's get. Let's get. Okay. So this one, uh, Muslim woman uh, asks, is Jesus God? Did Jesus ever claim to be God? Yeah, he sure did. I did. Yes. John 8, 58, Jesus says, before Abraham was born, I am. In John 10, 30, Jesus says, I and the Father are one. In John 14, 9, Jesus says, he who has seen me has seen the Father. Clearly, Jesus claimed to be God. So he was both human and God at the same time? That's what he claimed. But he claimed to be yes. God in human form, which means he's more than a prophet. He's God in human form. And God is something that's superior to human form, so it doesn't make sense for God to be human because he wouldn't necessarily be higher than the other. All right, first point is God is not something. The Bible insists that God is someone, a personal being. And it's totally possible for a personal being who's the creator to humble himself and become a human being. Right. I like that clip guy. I've been watching a lot of his stuff. And, uh, you know, he's that takes a lot of guts, like going on campuses like that. And, you know, every, of course, like 99% of the people are out to get you. And But he's not as, like, I don't know how he remembers all this stuff like i can never do that like the perfect example is i couldn't remember king james <laughs> like that's pretty simple and i couldn't like but to remember all those you know scriptures right off the bat and he does it all the time these kids will ask him stuff and he has answers for them that doesn't mean they're going to agree with them all the time but mm -hmm. at least he he he's given them the truth and hey if it if it plants a seed awesome maybe someone comes and waters it later and god gives the increase i don't know but i really like his stuff i've been watching a lot of his videos lately and it's it's just him and now his son's helping him too, apparently. Um, oh, man. I think he should loosen up, though. He doesn't really need the uh, button-down shirts and khakis out there. He could probably get away with something. Cargo <laughs> a little, shorts. A little lighter cargo shorts. New Balance shoes. <laughs> Looks like a fed boy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like Claire. Uh, yeah, no. I, I, I don't know. What do you think about that? I think he hit it right on the head. I mean... He, he answered her question with scripture. You know, that's yeah. the best thing you can do. And, and, and it's interesting, too, with Muslims because they revere Jesus as a prophet. So it's like, well, did he lie? I mean, if he's a good guy, a prophet, like, are you saying that he lied? 
Or are you saying people lied about what he said? Like, what is it that you're saying? What's your argument there? You know, but uh, his argument was solid. I, it doesn't, well, he, he's greater than us. Yeah, he is greater than us. Don't you think the creator of everything couldn't manifest himself in the flesh? Like, I, it makes sense to me that he could, if he could do anything, if he could create anything and he created all of us, it would make sense to me he could manifest himself in the flesh. Well, even the Muslims believe God created everything. So, like, you would think from her perspective, I could understand if it was an atheist or, you know, something else, but from her perspective, like, it's if he created everything out of nothing... That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Why couldn't yeah. he raise himself from the dead? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't. Right. It's not, not really hard. Uh, Michael, I don't know if you've ever stood on a five-gallon bucket. It's a little dangerous, but, uh, you know, if you balance on it just right, you might be able to reach something high. I thought this video was very helpful in case you ever need to do that. And, you know, maybe something gets stuck in your gutter or something like that. Buckets are great to use when you need a little extra height to reach something. The only downfall is you're restricted by the height of the bucket. What I like to do instead is get an extension ladder. These are really cool because they extend to even greater heights. Simply extend the ladder, then place your bucket on the ladder. Now you can safely reach even the highest of things like a pro. <laughs> this reminds me of those videos where they like doing stupid things and, and, and like trying to make it look like a life hack, but it really isn't he's got a ton of them they're so good with tools uh, the other one's like cutting a straight line oh my god it's, it's so genius the first time i funny. watched it i'm like what are they what is he doing this is the stupidest thing ever and then i started realizing he's got a whole bunch of these videos that are just like that it's pretty funny uh my mighty patriot jesus could have been a clone of god dna implanted in mary oh that's nah i would i would disagree with that <laughs> uh but I understand what you're saying, but yeah, that's not what, that's not what the Bible tells us. Um, it's look, is it, can any of us explain God? Of course not. If we could explain him, he's not God. Um, but let me just say this. He's father, son, Holy spirit, all in one, one, one being in essence, but three persons, but all equal in that essence but different personalities. And the pre-incarnate Jesus was always there, Alpha and Omega. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's always been there. He's the eternal God. So that that's very clear to us in Scripture that that's who Jesus was. How he was pre-incarnate in heaven and after, I don't know. I don't know. Was he, I mean, and you look in Daniel and it says he was, uh, he declared himself the son of man. And he was in the fire with, with the boys, right? And so he had some kind of form like human, like a man, because they said son of man. That's what they were calling him. That was the title. He even used that title more. I think that's the title he used the most in the New Testament about himself, son of man. So I don't know. It's I mean, I will never be able to explain it. And Mike, even in eternity, I think we've talked about this too. You're, we're never going to be able to explain God in, et in eternity. And is he... How are we going to see him in eternity? I, I know we're going to see Jesus, but in his fullness, will you ever see God in his fullness? He's not bound by a body or something like that in his fullness. He's a spirit. So like, it's, it's mind blowing, honestly, like it really blows my mind every time I try to think about that. And 
you know, we all got this image, like we're going to see this guy with a long beard, gray beard, <laughs> like the white robe and say, I don't know, like some people think that, or maybe they just think of Jesus like they've seen in movies or something like that. But I, it's, it's going to be much more glorious than I think we'll ever imagine. That's why they're in awe all the time of him in scripture. When, when there was pre-incarnate visions of, of Jesus, of God, you know, and like Moses, Right. I mean, Moses, can I just see and he's are you, my backside, right? Because he's too magnificent for us and he protects us from that. Otherwise, we would just die. <laughs> like, thank God he doesn't just appear. I don't I think you muted again, bro. I think this thing's muting itself. Yeah, it's weird. You weren't I don't know even what's touching. going on. Yeah. Stop muting yourself. <laughs> That's never Stop hitting yourself. Usually... Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually me, man. I don't know why it's uh, happening to you tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we can ever really. Oh, thanks, Bill. <laughs> not, the, not the best answer ever, but I was trying to articulate it the best I could. How do you articulate God? Like, that's impossible. Like, he's just, he's amazing. Like, and he's, and the cool thing is he's personal. He wants to know you. He wants you to be close to him. He wants mm -hmm. you to come to him with your problems and your issues and your love and, and whatever you have to, to, to unload it on him. And that's what blows my mind is that he knows my personal sins that no one else knows. Yeah. And he doesn't expose he me. He knows our hearts. Which he, which he easily right. could. And it could be very embarrassing, but he doesn't do that because he loves us. Um, so I think that's just amazing. All right. So here's another clip. I'm trying to go through them fast, Mike, because I know you want to go. So uh, Tyson and Holyfield. Now, this is an old clip, but this is kind of cool because this is, I think Tyson's claiming he's Christian now. I think that's his new stance. But back in the day, he was, he was Muslim. And this is kind of a cool little clip about him and Holyfield when they were getting ready to fight. Check this out. Mike Tyson at the time, a professing Muslim versus Evander Holyfield, a born-again Christian. Watch. I'm the best ever. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. God and we'll let everybody know that you can't choose against God. You can choose against me anytime, but when God involved, Jesus is alive and and He the credit for it. My God's the only true God and and anything must bow to God. Was that after he bit his ear? Oh, you're you're muted. I don't know if it was that fight or not. I, I remember. I think they fought two or three times, but. He wanted to eat their his children for crying out loud. Yeah, that, like, what, the, what is man. that about? That dude's always been a hot-headed guy, man. I've seen some yeah. really terrible videos of him saying some crazy stuff, and I'm like, wow, like, wow. But in his he, old age, he's a Christian like now. He's, awesome. Seem, he seems like he's chilled in his old age, and he's been talking. I know he has a podcast and stuff, and I've heard some things where he talks about God, Jesus, and stuff. I don't know. I don't watch enough of them to make you know. You got the Mike Tyson decision. podcast. Mike Tyson, awesome. <laughs> impregnable. <laughs> I can't do that. I need like a big gap in my tooth to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he had some. I, he was I, like, look, as a fighter, man, I watched oh, yeah. all his fights back in the day. All our friends would get together and pay for the pay per view or whatever. And it'd be like three man. minutes. You're like, why there did was, I pay for yeah. that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was unstoppable, though, man. That guy was like unreal. Like that, you didn't want to meet him in an alley. Like I can't even imagine when he was a street fighter. 
Oh like yeah. The, I mean, how many people? I there might be some murders out there for all we know. I don't know. Oof. Yeah, man. All right. Script scriptures that prove God is woke. Proof Uh-oh. that the Bible is woke. Psalm eighty-two, three and four. Defend the weak and the fatherless. Uphold the cause of the poor and the oppressed. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Proverbs 31, 8 and 9. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. I gotta say, I kind of like where the Bible is coming from here. This book is used all the time, time and time again, to oppress marginalized people. Maybe it's time for Bible believers to get a little more woke, whatever that means. I wonder if there's some other scriptures he might not like. <laughs> what do you think? Mike? He probably think, like he probably won't like a lot of it. Uh, and then these ones are interesting because you know most Christians I know they follow those scriptures. You know, of course. Um, and it he wants to use those to advocate for government programs because he doesn't want to do it himself he wants the government to do it it's just ridiculous to me social justice warrior yeah we get government we need the government to defend their rights no it's it's they have the same rights we do just because you have less money doesn't mean you have any more any more or less rights than i do like i don't understand that i might if if i have more money you have less money it might mean i have more privileges but that's just because money can afford things it doesn't mean yeah. that you don't have no. like, and the, but the other thing is he thinks it needs to be mandated, right? Like you said, a government order or yeah. something, but God never mandates that we do it. He says, be a charitable giver from your yeah. heart. Do it, do it with good intentions, the right motivations, right? This guy's saying, no, 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 no. God's saying, just, you got to do it. You do. Does God want us to do it? Of course he does. We're his yeah. hands and feet. We're supposed to do it. We should want it. Well, he that. should lead by example and give all his money to the government. Let them handle it as as well as they do. They're you know, they're... I I love the statistics uh, that uh, there's so many statistics that show that <laughs> you know whatever side of the aisle you're on, if you're left or right, it's it's always the liberals that are like, you know, you need to give and you need to do this. But then when you look at the actual statistics, out of the 50 states, the conservative states give like I think it was like the last time I saw the stats at least twice as more as any liberal state. It's not even close. Like it's, it might even be three <laughs> times as much. Like, it's so funny. Like these, it, it, be the warrior you want to be, but why don't you back it up with actually doing something behind it? Right. If you want to be that person, great, then start giving and doing that, do that stuff. But that's not what the Bible's telling you to do. Like, it's just ridiculous. I, and that guy's like, I like where it's going. <laughs> I bet you don't. There's I bet, I bet there's some parts. Yeah. Here. I bet you won't like Leviticus at all. <laughs> oh, oh man <laughs> all right we're almost there man and we got we got dad jokes coming up so we got to get through that but uh one more video i think this is the last one yeah in a society where the the, the old concepts of virtue which were based on christianity have more or less died away it's not it's not known or understood as a religion or as a set of principles or as a moral system by millions of people who find themselves even so craving, as I think almost everybody does, for some sort of guidance as to how to be good. And here we, here we have a whole new set of beliefs which provides a set of guidance in how to be good. The problem is uh, it's wrong. <laughs> They've not got it right. They've become obsessed w- with climate change. They've become obsessed with sexual politics. 
and they've also become obsessed, and this I think is the result of a definite campaign rather than a collapse of Christian religion, they've become obsessed with, with getting rid of the patriarchy and of actually making a profound and final attack on what we used to view as the family. I think the real sufferer in all this is the family and the real gainer in the end will be the state. Oh, you're muted again. I said, yeah, Gino, don't, don't, don't play the intro. <laughs> don't play the intro. Yeah, we already played that once. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree with the guy more. Like, honestly, all these, these groups that are supposedly moral, right, raising the standard, standards of morality, and, and we just need to love. Love is love, Michael. That's what it is. It Just like we talked earlier, it, it always bites them. It always comes back around. And this is what I'm saying. Like this guy, at first when he when I first watched this video, I'm like, oh boy, here he goes, right? But then he turns it around, and you're like, oh okay, yeah, I like where he's I like where he's going with this. Um, and so I I love what he says about how it's not really morality at all. We already have a moral standard that works very well when yes. it's abided by, right? And and these people are are creating their own morality that's not morality at all. It's based around their own logic, their own reasoning. And right. really their own hypocrisy. Like that's really what it's about. And again, they're advocating <laughs> for the government to do it for them. They're not doing it themselves. They, 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 they don't, they want to stop climate change and they blame it on fossil fuels, but they still buy everything that is petroleum product. They still buy their hair products. They still buy their cell phones. They still buy all the things that are, you know, if they wanted to really be, if they really wanted to be, uh, put their money where their mouth is, then they would be homeless on the street begging for food because there's just, there's no way to live in this world and not partake in petroleum products. You know, everything plastic is petroleum product. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to me when, when they, they advocate for these things and, all they're doing is advocating for the government to come in and control us more. And, and, and they'll be the first ones to cry about it when it happens. They'll be the first ones to go too. Of course they will. Oh yeah. They'd be the first ones for sure. I wonder what the, uh, we haven't checked in with our friends at alien, uh, ancient aliens lately. I wonder what they think about all this. Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Okay. Good. Right. Thank you That's for agreeing with us this time. Okay. You know, they're not always they agreeable or wait, they're always agreeable. I can't remember. It's been so long <laughs> since so I've watched Ali Ancient Aliens. So like all confusing. after talking to Joe the first time, no more. I I, lo I loved watching Ancient Aliens. It was just fun to watch. Me too. Me after too. that, I was just like, I Not had no so interest much. in this. I can't. I can't. I can't even watch it anymore. Ironically, Mike, I got a. <laughs> I got a. Someone sent me a text yesterday. And they were trying to prove a point about, I, and to be honest, I don't even know what the point was because we had a discussion a long time ago about something. So I'm, I'm guessing it was about that discussion, but it was a clip. <laughs> From ancient aliens. It was, was, it, <laughs> it, was oh my like, goodness. it was like a two minute. I'm like, oh boy, how do I break this to him? <laughs> like, <laughs> can I send you this book? <laughs> I, I just left it. <laughs> yeah, can I send you? <laughs> Read I just this left book it for there. me yeah. and then come and talk to me later, man. Well, I'm ready for dad jokes. Let's I've got do it, mine. Are we, I've got mine ready are, here. Are we wearing the shades or not? I can't remember. What did we decide? Uh, I don't have shades. Okay. Oh, I, won't I brought I brought my blue blockers back with me from oh, from East Texas though you, when I got all my stuff out. Yeah. So all right, that'll work. 
So I'll wear my blue blockers. I mean, it, Hold it on, I gotta clean another them. Element. Yeah. It does. It 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 helps. We need to get pipes. Wearing, we need to get I'm wearing my, pipes my glasses and, uh, from like twenty years ago. Nice. <laughs> By the way. Can you tell? And uh and robes with ascots. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. You know that that style will probably come back around in a few years. That's why you keep probably. stuff. Probably. That's why you keep stuff for thirty years because you know that it'll just come right back. Come back right, right back in. Let's see what the blue blockers look like. I actually think those look cool. They look like biker glasses. Like you look like a Harley guy. I'm on Hell's Angel you the, now. You're, you're all tatted up. You got the glass on. Like that's pretty cool. All right, let's play the intro and we'll get in it. All right. Over there, that pig, and I found a couple of shots on the arrow thing. All right, man. You ready? You're going to lead off as usual. Okay. Lead off, man. Uh, five you minutes. I'll start as soon as the timer up. comes. Oh, let on. me let me get the music going too. We got the elevator music in the background. Oh yeah. Hopefully it's not too loud. All right. Here we go. My dad was washing the car with his son. Son says, "Dad, could you please use a sponge?" <laughs> Wait, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Why would, now I get it. Why was the body, why was the baby jalapeno shivering? Because he was a little chilly. Did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes. Oh, this, that's a good segue. I ran out of toilet paper. I've been using newspapers. The times are rough. Hmm. Imagine. If you see a robbery at an Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? I knew a guy that was addicted to brake fluid. He told me he could stop anytime he wants. Why did the invisible man turn down the job offer? He couldn't see himself doing it. My doctor told me I was going deaf. It was hard to hear. My wife and I often laugh about how competitive we are, but I definitely laugh more. My wife dropped the laundry basket. She's still mad at me. I just stood there and watched it unfold. My wife was really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and write. <laughs> Why are pirates called pirates? They just are. My drug test came back and it's negative. My dealer sure has some explaining to do. I told my wife to stop drawing her eyebrows so high. She looked so surprised. What does a CIA agent do when it's time for bed? He goes undercover. 
People say they pick their nose. I feel like I was just born with mine. <laughs> what happened to the guy who emptied his wallet into a bowl of nachos? He cashed in his chips. <laughs> Have you heard the new sport called quiet tennis? It's the same as the regular tennis, but without the racket. Why was the man staring at the orange juice? Because on the container it said, concentrate. I opened up my birthday card and loads of rice fell out. Right away, I knew who sent it. It was Uncle Ben. Dad, is it true you got shot in the army? No, son. I only got shot in the leggy. <laughs> so stupid. Did you know that 10 plus 10 and 11 plus 11 equal the same thing? Joyful June, this is for you. 10 plus 10 equals 20, and 11 plus 11 equals 22. That's good. What do you call a can opener that doesn't work? A can't opener. Why was the pig covered in ink? Because he lived in a pen. I can only handle 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. Why did the drummer name his two... What? I'm sorry. What did the drummer name his two daughters? Anna one. Anna two. A chicken coop only has two doors. If it had four, it would be a chicken sedan. Do you know there's only 25 letters in the alphabet during Christmas time? There's no L. Dad at breakfast. I'll have bacon and eggs, please. Waiter. How do you like your eggs? Dad, I don't know. I haven't gotten them yet. <laughs> my, my girlfriend complains that I don't smile anymore. She's the one that wanted a serious relationship. Dad, do your socks have holes in them? Son, no. Dad, then how do you get your feet in them? My psychiatrist says I have a problem with revenge. We'll see about that. What do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? Same middle name. Have you seen the movie Constipation? Me neither. It hasn't come out yet. All right, I got one, one more. more. I, I, one more, okay. My friend asked me if I wanted to go to a Middle Eastern country that borders Saudi Arabia. And I said, yeah, man. <laughs> me, and my, me and my friends put a band together. We called it 999. Actually, we called it 999 megabytes. <laughs> this is so stupid. We haven't, we haven't gotten a gig yet. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> that's, that's the best one. <laughs> that's a super nerd joke. I like it. I'm gonna have to send that to one of the guys at church that's a nerd too. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. I love it. That's a good one. Uh yeah. I stole almost fun. all those off those guys on TikTok. <laughs> I think <laughs> we should so end them. I think we should end on the dad jokes every time. I think that's a yeah. good a good uh final segment. Because right. it ends every on week? a positive it ends on a positive note. It does. It does. It lets. Yeah. All right. 
So every week, I don't know. I thought we would burn it out after if we did it every week, but maybe you're right. Maybe we need to do that. I mean, that was the the only the only thing in the chat on Rumble is, did I miss dad jokes? I know from uh, Sylvia. From Sylvia, (laughs) yeah. So So hopefully, if she was still there, she could see the dad jokes. Oh man. Well, there's there's always the replay, Mike. So yes, yes, there is. In fact, I got a uh, fast forward through it. My daughter gave me a daily dad joke calendar, so I get one every day. Except for on the Saturday and Sunday, they're both on one page. And uh, Saturday's was, I changed my iPod name to Titanic. It's sinking now. And then uh, Sunday's, today's was, uh, why did Spider-Man's evil twin fail his driver's test? He was a bad parallel Parker. Man. You have to it know it's Peter Parker this. to get the joke, but yes, hey. you do. <laughs> <laughs> it is blind Gina with dad jokes, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I looked like Stevie Wonder. Yeah, remember, remember when uh, was it? Um, I think it was um, Eddie Murphy used to do that. <laughs> the Stevie uh-huh. Wonder thing. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> oh, speaking of Eddie Murphy, did you see? There's going to be a new Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I did. With all I the did. original I cast. <laughs> I'm afraid. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Very, very... My my uh, my uh, expectations for Hollywood are in the toilet at this point. So <laughs> if they much. come out with a good one, I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. But I got to mostly... say, though, ne- Nefarious was well worth it, man. Like, I, I was, I know you guys were like hyping it up, you and Joe or whatever. And I'm like, man, I forgot. I got to watch it. So me and my wife and my daughter watched it last uh, couple of days ago, whatever it was. And um, man, it was good, dude. Like, it was like, way better than i thought it was going to be um i really love how they use the perspective of the devil through the movie to to preach to this guy who's a liberal atheist whatever you want to call him mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool um I, the one thing when they were frying up oh, I, I just gave it away <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Uh, the end um it seems like there should have been tape over his eyes for that like if that was real that was kind of fake to me if i'm yeah you know, and it, and it kind of showed how the door opens for the possession. You know, like it, yeah, yeah, like how people are drawn into that where they invited in. You know, and and I don't think it's always invited in knowingly. I think most of the time it's invited in unknowingly. Like similar to what we talk about with Stephen Greer and his whole calling yeah. these lights in thing. It's to me that's it's dangerous, dangerous ground to be on. But uh, there are so yeah. many people that are enamored with it. Yeah, Ouija boards and all that stuff. You know, the other thing in that movie, um, the very end when he's talking with Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck's mm-hmm. interviewing or whatever. Um, I don't know. I thought, I don't know. Well done. I thought it was very well done. I thought the guy that plays the devil. Uh, Good actor. That was like, oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe that guy didn't win the Well, I can understand why he didn't win the awards. Yeah. He's outside that realm. But I mean, like he was unbelievable. I do have to good. share. Uh, I have to share Chop's uh, joke that he put in. New poll: Is the border open? Twenty-two percent say yes. Seventeen percent say no. Sixty-one percent say no. Comprende? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. That's a good joke. Good I might have chat. to tell some people that one. They'd like it. <laughs> oh man! In your neck of the woods. Oh, All right, bro. Man. Well, thanks for sticking around longer than you were supposed to. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was fun. I enjoyed being back. Yep. Yeah, good to be back in the saddle with you, um, as always. So from now on, every Sunday, at least for now, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, 
We will yes. see you guys here on the Blender. I will be live tomorrow. Let's see. Oh, no. Tomorrow is the Michigan game. So I will be watching the game. No stream tomorrow. Uh, watching my Michigan Wolverines win the national championship. That's going to be fun. <laughs> do I sound confident, Mike? Um, you sound pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't. I shouldn't be that confident and cocky because that's usually when bad things happen. So let's just hope they win it tomorrow. We'll say that. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm back. Uh, let's see. Tuesday night, we are back with Tom Aldhouse, the original writer of the Matrix script. We're doing shows with him every Tuesday. He's fun, man. That guy's so fun. Like I, we have a great time on Tuesday nights. Wednesday night, back with Insight. I have my uh, good friend Rashan Golden and her husband coming back with Natural Health uh, and supplements and all that stuff. She's awesome. And her husband's fantastic. Their daughter actually died of a vaccine, uh, meningitis vaccine, back in 2019. Ooh. They have a documentary that's supposed to be coming out about that. She's been on our show several times. And then Rescue the Fosters this Thursday. Uh, and then Saturday, back with Megan on our reexamined at 11 p.m. Saturday night. So hopefully we'll see you at one of those shows. Thank you guys for dropping by on Rumble and Foxhole tonight. Oh, thank you. Oh, and by the way, Salty, I don't know if I, if you're still there. Thanks for the cookie, bro. Thank you for that. I don't know. I can't remember if I... Uh, did that but let me open up my app mike by the way i meant to ask this does anybody else have a problem with their foxhole app on their phone on an iphone because it doesn't open up right away for me i have to like click it four or five times and then it takes a couple seconds and then it comes up and i don't know if it's just my phone or if it's actually uh something that's going on with foxhole but uh so i don't know it takes a little bit yeah i don't have i don't have an iphone so i can't tell you oh okay yeah all right i'm Scratching has been released. Get yourself some gold pills, guys. Love you guys. Have a blessed night. Mike, have a great yes. uh, week. And uh, congratulations on the new home. Thank you, and, sir. Uh, I appreciate it. Take care. Your new studio to thank, come. Thank you, Barb. Thanks for the good job, guys. Thank you. Yes, Everybody thank have you. a great night. God bless. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.